Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowered Connection Podcast. This is your host, Daniel Damodar Cordua, relationship coach, empowerment coach, yoga and yoga wisdom teacher. Thanks for listening in. My main concern is that when you listen in, and this is the hardest single podcast, right? Is that when you listen in to take something you hear and bring it into your life. I'm such a self-growth relationship work, spiritual idea nerd, psychology nerd. And I noticed that in my own life, I love to listen to things and read things and not necessarily work on them. I mean, I just think it's common. It's almost like part of the comfort is being able to learn and go, oh yeah. And then it kind of goes, you know, in one ear and maybe stays around for a while and then slips out eventually. And yeah, I'm not trying to say it's wrong or bad to just just listen to a podcast and enjoy it. But with this type of work, it's it's incumbent upon us to take a little bit, even if it's something that's just viable, just enough of, of a subject matter or a topic or a practice or a tool that's viable that we can then integrate into our life. Too much, and it's going to be overwhelming. Maybe that's my problem is I, I take too much on. <laughs> And then it becomes too much. I can't integrate it because it's too much at once. So that's what I'm going to ask for you today. Take a little bit of this podcast. If you're into it or not, if you resonate with it or not, I 100% know that parts of what we talk about today will connect to your journey, just like all the podcasts will connect to your journey in some unique way. Speaking of you and your unique journey, if you would like to go deeper into some of these tools in just a really more dedicated way over a certain period of time, almost like a retreat into your own self or a retreat into the potential of your relationships, then connect to me for your first free coaching session. And we can discover, we can explore what it could be like to go on a coaching journey. If you're an individual, if you're a couple or a dyad, and you're looking for some space to create more potential in your life, more possibility in your relationships, to move through some roadblocks, to learn more tools within which to do so, uh, to create space just really for your story to be heard, for validation, for exploration, and for empowerment, just empowerment, that like we can create more conscious awareness, we can shine the light of our awareness into more corners of ourself or more corners of a relational dynamic in our life, especially the most important ones, and we can empower ourselves to live better, to love better, to be better to our own self and to others. So I'd love to connect with you and your unique journey. Reach out. All the info is in the show notes below. All right, for today's podcast episode, it's going to be a solo one and just going to be you and me talking for a little while. I guess really just me talking at you for a little while, which it could be like a conversation. And the topic is defensiveness. When we get defensive towards others, towards loved ones in our relationships. And I guess I would ask you, are you someone who tends to get a little defensive in those most intimate, most important relationships? Are you like me? I'm raising my hand here. Someone that can feel triggered by your lover, partner, 
family member, friend in such a way that can get you quick to be guarded or reactionary to their comment or tone of voice. I know I have this in me. Uh, I have a, a reactiveness. Maybe this is why I do the work I do because I know that I struggle with becoming a little bit too reactionary at times. This is why yoga practice has been so powerful for me and all this relational awareness and work, but it's still a struggle. And like me, you might feel the same. I know from my work that defensiveness is common in so many relationships. Most common in the most intimate relationships we have and most destructive to those most intimate relationships, like partnership. Defensiveness is an attempt to protect yourself or ourself, to defend our innocence or to ward off a perceived attack. So there's an intelligence behind it, right? That we're there to like protect ourselves, that we're, we feel like our nervous system feels like we are under some threat or attack. And making excuses, cross complaining, and yes, butting, yes, but are all forms of this defensive type of behavior. When we feel under attack, it's understandable that we might get defensive. It's logical, but it can be a very difficult habit to break when it's not generative or life-giving or to the success of our own self or our relationships. If it ends up creating unproductive conflict, fights, ruptures, and yeah, just compromising, wearing down the quality and integrity of our life and our relationships. And a big part of that is because defensiveness rarely actually works because it's really just another form of blaming and of creating more defensiveness in the person that we are being defensive towards. Furthermore, defensiveness is less of a personality trait, I would argue. It's not like you know we can just blame ourselves or our personality for being a defensive person, but it's more so a pattern that can arise in certain relational contexts. Some of us, like myself at times, can have a hair trigger towards getting defensive, perceiving something as a criticism or a judgment or a threat when there actually isn't really any. So that's something for you to just start to tune into as step number one or tool number one is to really tune into it. Am I making this situation like really a threat when, yeah, it might be kind of hurtful or it might be kind of annoying, but it's really not a threat to me, which I did literally the other night with a conversation with my wife and a pattern that we've gotten into from previous experiences, some baggage within our own relationship. And I got very threatened when really at the end of the day, there was no threat involved. It was actually just how I was hearing the words and the tone of voice within which the words were given. So I speak from a lot of experience here, and this defensiveness can come from a few different things. One is I just talked about briefly is that we can be in a relationship where in there's some old baggage hanging around, some old stories about ourselves, each other, the other person, the relationship that activate us to become triggered around a certain word or phrase or tone of voice that then unearths that previous baggage or big theme or topic that hasn't been really uh, given a lot of resource around. And some other places where defensiveness comes from, which could show up in the scenario I just mentioned, right? It could feed into that type of cycle, unfortunately. And I have some of these in my background is being raised by caregivers who are critical towards us, waiting for us to make a mistake or coming off as very judgmental 
I have some of that in my family of origin. A past relationship with a highly critical person or partner or, or maybe other family member or friend. Ourselves having a very self-critical nature, we imagine others are doing to us what we are actually doing to ourselves. And so this can also be connected to our caregiver, our family of origin situation, because we might have gotten that self-critical reflectiveness towards ourselves through the example given to us by our caregivers or passed on as a wound towards us. So these are all ways where our defensiveness is not really who we are day to day. It's not our personality trait, but it can come up. These core parts of us can come up in a difficult situation with a loved one. So I'm here to give you a couple ways to navigate your defensiveness. If you notice that in your relationships, especially a partnership or a relationship with a family member or friend, something deep and intimate, that your defensiveness is doing a couple things. It's one, preventing you from really feeling safe and secure or connected in the relationship because a defensiveness comes up and you, you feel disconnected or two, and or two, which number one could lead to two, that you feel like your then expression to that defensiveness towards the other person starts to sabotage the relationships, harm the relationship or create, as I mentioned earlier, a kind of ping pong match of them coming off critical or harsh you becoming defensive, them becoming defensive towards your defensiveness or digging the heels in, and then you doing the same thing in reaction to that and kind of compounding the situation. It's sort of a classic type of con conflict situation that's not productive. And just talking about it, it's so common and it's sad and a shame because I would say that 90% barring true hurt and trauma and, and abuse, barring that, most of our situations are not that threatening. They're not life-threatening. And most of the situations that we get in when we become defensive and we become or and or become critical and in, in that dynamic and in that repetitious pattern can easily be kind of gracefully moved from, moved away from, moved past, settled, expelled, grounded in our nervous system so that we can actually stop it in its tracks and come back to ourself and the other person in connection. Because that's the goal is not just connecting with the other person, but to also connect with our own self and validate our experience and feel safe and seen in that space. So this is not about just becoming a people pleaser and when you're criticized to, or seemingly criticized, I should say, to just roll over and pretend like everything's okay. No, this is an invitation for you to own and understand why you're becoming defensive and validate it, and maybe even express it, but to do so in a way that's connective and to do so in a way that does not create further shrapnel and rupture. So having said all that, some clutch ways to navigate defensiveness. The first step, the key step, speaking of clutch, the fucking clutch step, which is the hardest, something that I often struggle with at times, is to actually notice when are we becoming defensive? When is this defensiveness just, just snapping my fingers, just kind of taking over my nervous system because it can happen so quickly. It can happen just in a moment that like, you know, for me, my, my blood can boil so quickly that I, I can't even realize that 
I am triggered and I'm becoming protective and defensive instead of connective. Are you in a partnership and you're ready to take it to the next level? Are you in a partnership and you're noticing that there are some roadblocks to deeper connection? Are you in a partnership and conflict and stress and difference and lack of communication is causing a lot of heartache and a lot of rupture and a lot of difficulty? in your relationship? Are you in a partnership and you're ready to get deeper into your ability to be intimate with your partner, to understand each other in deeper ways and to experience your relationship to its fullest? If that resonates for you, let 2024 be a golden opportunity to finally step into some couples coaching that can allow you and your most loved one to learn and build upon tools, perspectives, practices, frameworks, ideas, that can bring your partnership to that next level and in a way that allows for accountability and follow through so that you can go deeper into these practices, deeper into a relational awareness in a way that creates shift and change over time. You can devote yourself to it instead of continually pushing it under the rug. Now is the time. And I would love to avail myself of you and be of assistance to you in your journey. This is a passion of mine because there are so many ways that we can learn to do relationship better. All of us, no matter where we come from, what our previous patterns have been, there are scientifically researched ways that we can learn how to do relationship better. So if you're ready to take that step, we are doing our special partnership full of possibility in 2024. It is a six session immersion for couples who are wanting to up level. And if you connect right now, you will get a 10% discount off of that coaching journey as an incentive to take it seriously and to gift yourself, your partner, and the relationship more possibility. Remember, relationships are a mirror. So not only will you create more potential in your partnership, but you'll create more potential within your own life as an individual. Check out the show notes below and let's connect soon. And then if we don't realize it, when we get taken over by that activation, it's kind of too late. Uh, and if we get to that point, we actually want to kind of like ground ourselves as quickly as possible so that we can actually move into something that's productive. But when it's too late, we might have already made that quick hurtful reply or said something sharply or sarcastically to the other person. So key to working with the defensiveness is like really knowing when it's happening before it starts to come out. And knowing when it's happening, even as it comes out or right after it comes out so that we can come back to center and reconnect. So that's number one. That's the most important thing for you to learn how to become better at being a sleuth to when you are turned on in your nervous system and you are becoming defensive. And some clues to that could be defensiveness can feel like a tightening in the chest, quickening of your heart and your heartbeat, a flush in your cheeks or the feeling of moving out of your body and into your head, often like behind the eyes. There could be a heat in your defensiveness. Defensiveness can sound like, so this is another clue for you to sleuth out, I might be coming defensive right now. Yes, but that's not what I meant. You're wrong. Why did you say that? Right, so those are some quotes, some phrases that you could tune into if they start coming up. That is a clue that you're becoming defensive. And then defensiveness looks like, I wish I could have a mirror right right next to me when I'm becoming defensive so that I could actually see what my crazy face looks like because I bet it would look, I bet you, you could read it on my face. People have told me that, so I'm not just making that up. <laughs> defensiveness looks like rolling your eyes, 
crossing your arms or anything that's kind of blocking receptivity through your physiology, right? Turning away, crossing your arms, contracting, sighing deeply or dramatically, especially that in combination with those other things. And hardening your features, like kind of hardening your face, your gaze, your brow, et cetera. And so when we can tune in first off that we are getting defensive, we then first and foremost from that step want to learn how to downregulate our nervous system by grounding our body or grounding into our body and finding a deeper breath. Maybe taking like an inhale that's deep and finding a longer exhale out of the mouth some simple somatic practices or closing our eyes and doing those things, grounding our body, connecting to our breath, deep, deep inhale, longer exhale out of the mouth or changing our physiology, meaning taking a step outside or moving our body. There's lots of somatic exercises for this as well. Uh, some way that we can kind of like get out of that nervous system response consciously. I talk a lot about this when I talk about conflict in some of the previous episodes. But to keep it simple, the only way that I've noticed that's like the quickest and simplest to me is to really just try to get into my breath and then the other tools can come next. So really to breathe, breathe deep. And this is probably the hardest part. We might be able to notice, oh shit, I'm getting defensive, but actually breaking our nervous system's response to that defensiveness, especially when we feel justified or the chemicals that become or the chemicals that are being created feel almost addictive in that response. The cortisol levels that go up feel like, wow, I feel like anger is another part with this. And the feeling of anger can sometimes feel a, a little addictive to the, the system. So it's very hard to kind of break from that. And if you're kind of like self-righteous or getting into a little bit of a victim mindset, it's also hard to get out of it psychologically because you feel justified in your defensiveness. And you feel like literally you need to be defensive to survive. As we talked about earlier, when you really are not in threat. So, so how do we navigate this? Well, once we can notice, once we can regulate our nervous system, step one, step two, step three is shift yourself towards empathy, empathy and compassion towards your own reaction and the story behind that reaction. Like, so noticing it, that story, then empathy towards the other person, put yourself in their shoes and imagine what this might be like. For them. Okay. So again, empathy for ourselves. Okay. I'm noticing the story and an awareness of it, like a loving of it, not a shaming of the story, but like, yeah, I'm feeling this defensiveness because this, this, and this, I know this is a part of how I operate inside in a pattern. And, and I feel for that part of me and to also be able to feel for and understand the other person's situation, put yourself in their shoes, accept responsibility and influence. This could be step four. The ability to accept some responsibility, no matter how small, is another antidote to defensiveness. When you accept what the other person is saying, however minor, even if you don't agree, so you cannot agree and accept and validate what they're feeling, you communicate, I hear you. What you are feeling, what you are saying matters. Okay, so that's number four is accepting responsibility. But yeah, okay. I'm putting myself in my position where I'm coming from and, and my trigger triggeredness. I'm putting myself in your position. And at the same time, I can say, yeah, I, I can take some responsibility for that, even though it's true how I feel as well. Those two things do not have to be mutually exclusive. I can feel my own way. And then I can also understand how you're feeling and take responsibility for it. So some other little key aspects of fighting against our defensiveness 
is to use active listening. I talk a lot about this in my podcast. I talk a lot about this to my clients in coaching sessions. But to use active listening means that we hear what's said and we repeat back and check in with our partner to make sure you heard it correctly. So you can even re repeat back exactly what they said. So this takes us to move into the front part of our brain at this point, right? So we have to do the nervous system regulation first and some of the empathy work. But after that, we can really start to tune in. Like, am I actually hearing them correctly? I think the other night when I had the conflict with my partner, I wasn't. I think I missed part of it because I got so reactionary based on one or two or three words. After listening, actively validate what your partner is saying. Let your partner know that that makes sense to you how they might feel that way. And then from that place, if you feel regulated, you could also share how you feel or what's coming from your point of view, but without armor, without sting, without pointing or puncturing or hurting, stabbing, right? As I said before, accept that responsibility for what your partner is bringing to you. Don't bat it back. It's so easy to create a ping pong match. Don't throw it back at them or blame them. Don't deny all charges. And then finally, learning to get undefended scan for whatever is valid in your partner's complaint and take responsibility to address it. What can I learn from this, right? What can I do about this? So the perspective of learning from something and growing from something is the, the kind of the cherry on top. And it's really the life that I want to lead. And I try to encourage my clients and students to lead is that, okay, this is a situation that's difficult, but how am I growing from it? And this is a like a growth perspective for our life, generally speaking, instead of like an ego defense perspective. I know I can get into the ego defense perspective personally and really live from that for days or sometimes weeks, it seems, at an end. But to really say ongoingly humble ourselves uh, to the universe, to the divine, to, to the, the teachers all around us and say, okay, what am I learning here? And, and how can it not only benefit your relationship, but benefit you? This is a place of humility. This is a place of humbling to get out of our own defensiveness and to let some of that go and see how we can, we can learn and we can grow. Okay. So those are some great tips. And I'm going to ask you to do one of them this week. Remember how I began the podcast today? I want you to practice one of these tools. I give you a whole bunch. I give you four or five main ones and then a couple others. And I'm even going to give you more. This is like the chocolate sauce on top of the cherry is... These are some ways to further explore your own tendencies of defensiveness outside of an actual situation. Maybe sometimes inside of an actual dynamic, but more outside of it when you're on your own. You can journal about this. You can meditate on this. And that is, one, how does defensiveness feel in your body? Really get attuned to what it feels like. I gave you some suggestions earlier, but tune into what defensiveness is for you. What is so painful about, feeling, about you feeling misunderstood or criticized? Where does that come from? What's the story behind it? What's the experience behind it? And finally, does this misunderstood or criticized feeling remind you of similar feelings you've had in the past? That's a great self-growth exploration. Is, it, is there a pattern that you're bringing forward to right now that's actually more based in the past? All right, you've got a lot to work on this week. <laughs> Take your time with it. Be compassionate with your own self in this work and use a difficult situation, a rupture, a time of defensiveness with a relationship in your life as going back to school, as an opportunity, right? That's the biggest frame. The difficulties are opportunities to grow. 
If you like this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and a few words of review. It helps us reach more listeners. And of course, if you want to go deeper into the themes in the podcast and bring them into your own unique journey as an individual, as a couple, or as a dyad, please reach out to me for your first free coaching session and we can dive, dive in. Thanks so much for being here. Take something from today, share it with someone else, hand in hand, step a little bit more into your ability to connect to yourself to connect to others in your life in a deeper way and to connect to something greater. Thanks so much, y'all. Peace.